I don't want to brag, but I feel we have one of the finest lineups we've ever had oh, on your really? week, your news. Oh, yeah. This oh, is Ryan Pleckelman and Chris Smith. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I meant the lineup of stories. I, oh, the lineup yeah, of right, stories. Right, right. Oh, okay. I mean, it's, it's, so, yeah, that's a little self-aggrandizing there. <laughs> we do have one of the finest lineups <laughs> when it comes to the experts on your week, your news, but one of the finest news roundups. It's a mix. It is. It it's really is. Yeah. By the way, if you're wondering what the heck you're listening to, uh, this is Your Week, Your News, a Clarksville Now original podcast. My name is Ryan Pluckelman. Chris Smith is the editor-in-chief of ClarksvilleNow.com. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Chris. Um, every week, we discuss the biggest stories mm-hmm. on Clarksville Now. These are the biggest stories in Clarksville, according to you, the readers, of ClarksvilleNow.com. Yeah, so the uh, top story. So you reckon Clarksville's growing? Did you say you reckon Clarksville's growing? Yeah, yeah. Man, that New Jersey has worn off of you completely. <laughs> I was born in North Alabama. I have full rights to the term, to the word reckon. <laughs> Chris, yes. I done reckon. You done reckon? I done reckon that Clarksville's a growing. It is growing. As a matter of fact, I believe we have a story every single week. You know, we about kind of how do. In, in one way or another, growth some way impacts almost uh, every week uh, yeah. the, the content on Clarksville now. I would venture to reckon that if you go back and listen. <laughs> I don't know if you can venture to reckon. <laughs> um, but Clarksville, uh, the latest uh, reckoning for uh, Clarksville's growth uh, comes from a company called Smart Asset. And um, thank God you said you know, set at the end. You know, there was a small part of I me. Have, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have been writing, I've been typing the term and editing the term smart asset for several days now. And not until I said it out loud did I realize what that actually is. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that's an unfortunate name for a company or if they did that on purpose. Smart asset. Yeah. It's a financial tech company. Yeah, sure it is. Called Smart Asset. Wow. Okay. Well, that derailed that next story. I was so, like, the look on my face was, he's not going there, is he? Oh, no, no. I said it, and then I just, my brain just sort of paused. I said, wow. Yeah, that's that's the name. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So so smart assets. Yeah. Smart. Those smart assets. The financial tech company. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which uh, I, I think they did that on purpose, just for this moment. They're sitting back there saying, "Yes, we got them. It finally worked. We got them. It was the long game." <laughs> um, anyway, they they ranked uh, Clarksville as one of the twenty five fastest growing cities in the United States. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, you would think you wouldn't need a bunch of smart assets <laughs> out there to, to crunch numbers. Like, the census would tell you. Well, I mean, they're based on the census. But what they're doing is, is uh, basically crunching the numbers. This is over a five-year span. Yeah, yeah. So they're looking not at um, the raw numbers of uh, people added because, right. I mean, obviously more people have moved to Nashville, but as a percentage of the existing population. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Clarksville um, has is one of the fastest growing over a period five years over a five-year span clarksville grew um i'm finding 15 percent chris i see you're gonna right guess 15 15 15.5 percent over five-year period i would have won if this was a carnival guessing game i would have won the nice prize with 15 percent guess yeah yeah and 15.5 so you even yeah. win by prices right rules Ooh, i do i actually mm-hmm. do yeah um so clarksville is number 22 uh nationwide in that growth rate which is pretty amazing. Yeah. And it's yeah. not surprising to anybody who's been here for a while because mm-hmm. there's a whole lot of growth. Just the other day, Chris and I were on a road trip with the boss mm-hmm. and, and the boss is new. 
Right. So he's from Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, he shivers all the time. He is so cold. Yeah. Like yeah. we had that nice weather this week and he was like, is it like this all the time? No, this is, this is unusual, yeah. but he wants to kind of get to know Clarksville. Right. And so you can't really get to know Clarksville if you take 24 everywhere. Right. So you got to kind of go on some back roads to make, to just make the city make sense. Right. Mm-hmm. Like to be able to visualize North Clarksville versus South Clarksville versus East Clarksville versus we're geographically a pretty big city. Absolutely. And so just taking him through, you know, the the back roads Mm -hmm. off of the interstate to kind of just look through Clarksville, drive by post, hit tiny town road. He goes, I've heard the traffic guy say tiny town road a hundred times, but I haven't had a chance to be there yet. Mm -hmm. And just even though that was my old stomping grounds before we moved Mm -hmm. the growth that has been in that area. Oh yeah. I hadn't been up in that area of uh, the North side of Petrus mill road in a couple of years. And I just, I was stunned at the number of rooftops out there just out of the blue, brand new subdivision, new apartments left and right all over the place. And if there's ever been a great indicator of the massive growth of Clarksville is Yes, we have subdivisions popping up everywhere. Mm-hmm. It wasn't popped up across the radio station. It used to be woods. We used to go walk in the woods mm-hmm. and go to the quarry. Now mm-hmm. it's a neighborhood. Um, but you will see there's every parcel of land you could slam a couple of houses in. Like there's 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 whole sections. You'll drive mm-hmm. by them and it's like, oh, they put three houses there. Yeah, it, yeah. Nothing says growth like, hey, put them anywhere you can find a place to put them in the apartments going up as well. Mm-hmm. You see apartment building after apartment building after apartment right. building. And everything you're hearing, yes, the real estate market has slowed down a bit, and you can thank 8.5% interest rates for that. But still, this the, 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 the construction and the growth and everything is just, it's incredible. Yeah, yeah. And it's... um. And it's got us ranked um, as uh, one of the two, where there's two cities in Tennessee that are at the very top of that uh, mm-hmm. of that ranking. The other one is Murfreesboro. Murfreesboro as a uh, Murfreesboro as a uh, as a rate grew at um 19.1 percent, so they grew even faster than uh, than Clarksville. Here's one thing I want to compare Clarksville mm-hmm. and Murfreesboro. We complain a lot about traffic mm-hmm. in Clarksville, and I know a lot of complaints are made about oh, we don't think about infrastructure mm-hmm. and that and that sort of thing. If you really want to complain, go to Murfreesboro. Mm. Drive around in Murfreesboro, and you'll be waiting to get back to Clarksville going, this ain't bad. Yeah, yeah. This is not bad at all. Yeah, in my prior role, I worked with the um, editors at the uh, newspaper down there, mm-hmm. and um, I would travel over there um, you know, probably a couple times a month. And one of the things that I ran into was you know, just be waiting in a traffic light forever. forever. And you, know, you have two or three cycles of cars going through yes. the light and you're still waiting to get to the light. You know, it's, it's pretty bad. So nothing makes you appreciate Clarksville more than going to Murfreesboro mm-hmm. and going like, this is what it could be. Now, is it perfect? We've all, we can all yeah. agree. It ain't perfect, but it ain't as bad as Murfreesboro. Yeah. And I think what people are noticing is it's that it's not that our traffic is necessarily bad. It's yeah. just that it's worse than it was five years ago. Right. And that's what people are reacting right. to is they're used to being able to get across town in 15 minutes well, you know, traffic starts building up and it's going to, now it's going to take you 20 or right. you know, or 25. Exactly. So keep your 19%. We'll be happy at 15 and a half. Yeah. Because. Well, here's the kicker. Um, the uh, cities that had the highest growth rate, mm-hmm. uh, number three was Goodyear, Arizona at 32% okay. in five years. All right. Enterprise Nevada at 37% over five years. 
And Buckeye, Arizona had the highest growth rate at 54.3%. 54%. Can you imagine more than doubling your population in five years? Wow. Yeah. What's now, going on these in Arizona? All, now, these are all cities with 100,000 population or higher. Okay, gotcha. So it's not yeah. like we're talking about a, a city An of five unincorporated people. town of five people. <laughs> and we had a new family move in. Yeah, yeah. No, these are all cities that are 100,000 or yeah. higher. So yeah, that's pretty that's, amazing. It's wild. What's is it must be industry or Oh, I have no idea. I would never want to live yeah. out in the desert. It gets hot enough in the no. summer here for me. Yeah. I, you know what? You know what makes me appreciate Clarksville summers? Clarksville winters. Because mm-hmm. you got something that you look forward to and then you Just you know the season time you're getting sick of all the sweat oh. and and going to sleep with all the humidity and, all, and then it starts getting chilly mm-hmm. and then you're going to start complaining about the cold and then it heats up right again yeah, it's like mother nature knows like oh you've had oh, enough yeah we're in the sweet spot exactly exactly yeah. exactly so speaking of traffic mm-hmm. um this week the uh, chamber of commerce um weighed in on the uh, their their legislative agenda this is basically the wish list for what they want the state legislature to do. Yeah, yeah. And at the top of that list was widening I-24, um, basically from uh, four lanes, two in each direction, yeah. to uh, six lanes, which would be three in each direction. From, That's good uh, math. I-24. Oh, yeah, thank yeah. you. Good job. Uh, from uh, exit, well, actually from the Kentucky state line all the way to uh, to Nashville. I think it makes perfect sense. You're not yeah. going to find a single person in the area that's going to go like, nah, I don't know. Yeah. That thing's a bad idea. I mean, you could argue it, it, if you had three lanes going in each direction, mm-hmm. adding a fourth, I could see an argument against that. Because we don't want to be friggin' Houston, Texas, that with you know, in eight lanes in each direction. Right. You know, right. that's when you when you're to that point. Just open your offices in Clarksville, you know, there's no need to travel that far. If you've got to be in a car, you know, build a train station, do something. But you take the train. Well, just hear me out. But three lanes makes sense because if you've only got two lanes, if there's a wreck, you can't get around it. If you've got three lanes, well, then you can, you know. Pull the vehicle debris off to one side and then you can still get around it. You can leave one lane open. But, yeah. um, but yeah, but once you get past three lanes, I think you're, I don't know, I don't like the idea. Okay. Chris is not a fan. You three lanes is, you, you start talking four Adding lanes, you lost lanes. Chris. Yeah. It's like, we, we, we'd like to have forests. We'd like to have some trees out there. We, yeah. we don't need to build, you know. So just know, and I know the chamber of commerce is really interested in what Chris Smith has to say. Oh, yeah. And I know the legislature is as well. You have Chris at three, each direction. Mm-hmm. You lose Chris at four. Yeah, that's right. I'm yeah. out. And then he's taking, yep, he's taking lanes, the train. Chris has taken the train, the taken the morning train. Mm-hmm. He works from nine to five, and then he takes another That's home right. again. Yeah, yeah. To find That's someone me. waiting for him. What song is that? Sheena Easton. Sheena Easton. Morning Train. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. nice. That's what made you want to ride a train when you were a kid. You heard that song. And you're like, that sounds Sheena great. Sheena Easton was not something to avert your eyes from. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Sheena Easton. <laughs> she uh, She helped me become a man. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, I love trains. Why? Because that Sheena Easton no, no, song. Sheena Easton. I see a train, I think, oh, Sheena Easton. Man, that song. No, great idea. Mm-hmm. And what's the reality of this, though? Because so this project is actually um, on the uh, um, on the legislature's uh, priority list. Uh, we're in Region 3 of TDOT um, for what uh, If that ma- comes up at makes. Trivia Night on Thursdays, yeah. you can thank us. Um, and the I-24 widening is number one on the region's priority list. Oh, good. Good. 
What does that look like time-wise if the legislature goes like, yeah, you know what, considering it's the worst commute in the state, maybe we should add a lane. What are we looking at time-wise? Um, they'll probably start in about 15 years. <laughs> um, now, what they're going to do is they're going to widen um, I-24 first from the state line to exit 11. Okay. Um, and then there's, I believe, an, a widening taking place from Old Hickory um, into Nashville. Okay. And then um, they'll wi- then eventually they'll widen from exit 11 to Old Hickory. Okay. But that's going to be, uh, we're talking maybe a decade out on that. Because the biggest problem that you have anytime you take I-24 to Nashville is you're stopping. Mm-hmm. Just going to a dead stop. And you're thinking, well, surely there's an accident ahead. Mm-hmm. No. Then a minute later, everyone's going full speed again. Mm-hmm. And then you get 10 miles and then everybody stops. Yeah. And you're like, it's because some Nimrod, you know, basically stopped and dead, you know, for to allow somebody to access right. over and the whole slow down and somebody pump their brakes. Yes. And, somebody, and so then you basically get this mm-hmm. sort of a, a fallback. But sometimes it's because it's from a wreck that happened two hours earlier. Right. And the traffic, you know, I watched the, the mapping system uh, when there's a wreck and yeah. You'll see that the wreck has been cleared, the lanes are open, right. but it's still taking an hour and a half for right. the traffic to right. unjam. You know, I think it's a, it's a smart move, mm-hmm. and especially as Clarksville continues to grow, we need as because we're going to be shipping a lot of things out of Clarksville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. know, and so we're going to need just a wider a wider I twenty four, and so it's a win all the way around. Did they say you, you talked about the two sections? Well, actually, the three ways they're going to do this is. State line to exit 11. That, is, that, is that starting sooner than later? Um, the timeline has not been announced on any of this. Okay. But, the, but the first thing they're going to do, I mean, they, they will do the um, Kentucky state line to, um, to exit 11. I think that part has gotten funding. I may okay. be wrong about that. Yeah. But like there's stages for all this stuff. Because gotcha. you got to do environmental studies. You got to do design work. You got to, yeah. you know, all that stuff. So it takes a long time. You know, you can decide, yes, we're going to do this. And then you've still got. Right a year of, of delay of, of other stuff that has to happen right. or more before they actually put shovels in the ground. Yeah. And you wondered too, opening from go to three lanes for 11 miles essentially. Mm-hmm. And then you're back down to two. Does that create a funnel? Does that create a problem? Yeah. yeah. You know, you probably will. Exactly. So mm-hmm. just know in 15 to 20 years, man, I 24 is going to be great. Oh, it's it's going to be your commute. Th- three lanes in each way. Commute is going to be great. Oh. Now you're going to be retired. Yes. But still. Yes. Some of us are going to be dead. <laughs> And some of us are going to be retired, but you know what? The people that are still around, they're going to have a great commute and they're going to get tired of hearing us old people go like, I remember when it took an hour and 30 minutes to get to Nashville Mm -hmm. because there was all these phantom accidents that would pop up on I-24. Yeah. Yeah. So I know how much you like uh, good transitions. I love good. We're talking about retirement. Yes. We're talking about the legislature. Yes. We're talking about Curtis Johnson. Oh yeah, that's right. He's retiring. He's retiring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this kind of annoys me, and here's why. Oh, for Pete's sake! Here, here, I, I'm, I've, I've got, a, I've got a, be, a bone to pick with Curtis. So I was. Do uh, I need to stand up for him? Do I, I need to be his surrogate? Have to. Okay, you might have to. I'm a little irritated. Okay, so I pull into the uh, to the Chamber of Commerce to go to this meeting that I just talked about, where the Chamber yeah. of Commerce is going to be talking about this stuff, and it's for the state legislative delegation. Yeah. So I pull in, and who's walking across the parking lot? But Representative Curtis Johnson. Yeah. So I said, hey, Curtis. He says, hey, Chris, we, yeah. chat, we chat, we go in together and we're, yeah. you know, making small talk and everything. And um, we go in, we um, uh, go, we walk up to the, uh, the chamber meeting and everything. And not once in that entire conversation did he say, by the way, Chris, 
there's some big news coming out about me this week. I'm going to be retiring. You know, I'm not running for re-election. He had so many opportunities to give me the skinny. Well, and he waited until the next day. I see this announcement. Curtis Johnson is retiring. Curtis, why didn't you give me the goods? Here's why. Because Curtis Johnson knows you're a loudmouth. I am not a loudmouth. <laughs> I have lips of steel. <laughs> and when people tell me something confident, I know so many secrets. You would not believe the secrets that I know. That oh, I I've know. never revealed. I know the secrets that you know because no, you tell. You, don't. you know what? It takes him three glasses of whiskey and he will spill whatever <laughs> secrets you have told him. I know of at least two, maybe three big things I've never told you about Clarksville and politics and and usually the first like secret he tells me after three glasses of whiskey is <laughs> I love you. I'm like Chris is not a secret. That's not a secret. We've known that forever. Yeah, um, yeah. But maybe that was just he wanted his time. Yeah, yeah. He probably you are was. pretty good. I will say this, and I'm joking about Chris being a big mouth. Uh, Chris is one of the few people that when you tell him something, because here's the thing, and inside baseball and media, folks, mm. a lot of times people just want to make sure all their ducks in are in a row before they announce something. So mm. they will ask, like, hey, could you wait until tomorrow at 2 p.m. to announce this. If you ask Chris to wait till tomorrow at 2 p.m. to announce it, he will. Mm. A lot of people will be like, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> and then they publish it. Typey, typey, typey. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, no, Chris I, is very I, respectful I'm, I'm, of Bargos. No, the danger with me is I have a horrible memory. That We learned that last time. Here's yeah. what I'm thinking. So, so what, I, what I always worry about is if somebody's going to tell me something in confidence, and yeah. I will have absolutely every intention to keep it in confidence. But then I'll forget that it was supposed to be a secret and I'll blab my mouth about something and then halfway through I'll say, Oh heck. Ooh, yeah. I wasn't supposed to tell anybody yeah. that. You know. Chris does have a horrible memory. So mm-hmm. here's what I'm thinking actually happened. When Chris went to the chamber meeting mm-hmm. and he's strolling around the parking lot whistling whatever song Chris Smith whistles. Mm-hmm. Probably something from the Stooges. I, I, I want to be your dog by Iggy and the Stooges. That's what yeah. I thought. I, yeah. I knew it was going to be something from the Stooges. <laughs> so some horrible punk rock song. That's a whole other podcast. And then Curtis Johnson probably saw you and was like, hey, Chris, what's up? And you're like, what's up, CJ? Good to see you. And mm-hmm. he's like, hey, Chris, I want to break something down for you, but just don't. Can you hold off on announcements? Of course, you can trust me. I'm Chris Smith. I'm the editor-in-chief of ClarksvilleNow.com. I'm one of the most trustworthy people. Look at the gray hair on my temples. That says I'm trustworthy <laughs> in season. And then uh, he goes like, I'm going to retire. And you're like, oh, man, that's so sad that you're going to retire because I love you and I think you do mm. such a great job. And mm. he's like, thank you, Chris. I really appreciate it, but just don't tell anybody. And you're like, don't worry. I won't tell anybody. And then between that moment and the moment that you had, you know, whatever the food they had at the chamber meeting mm. for you, maybe you had yeah. some, some scrambled eggs, donuts and some, some biscuits, sausage, sausage biscuits is what they said. Right. And you're like, Curtis Johnson told me something. What was it? What was it that Curtis Johnson told me? Yeah. And then you just forgot it. Oh, so you're you're saying that he did tell me. He did tell and you. And to this very forgot. moment, I have completely forgotten right. that he told me that. Curtis Johnson said That yeah. is possible. That's what happened. I'm very sorry, Curtis. You must have told me that, and I right. completely forgot. Curtis is listening to this going like, <laughs> Smith, what are you talking about? We had a whole conversation about this. Uh, yeah. That, yeah that's, that, what it, that's what happened. That could be it. You know, I will say, he's had a great, distinguished he has, career. He has. He um, was encouraged to run for, um, I don't recall now if it was city council first or county commission, but he mm-hmm. was encouraged to run uh, during a leadership uh, Clarksville yeah. uh, meeting on government media day. And um, they were talking about government, and he had a question after question. He had yeah. a lot of questions. And uh, whoever was doing the presentation said, you should run for a public office. 
And he did. He's like, and he won. I think I will. And he's been in public service for over 20 years now. And he's risen to um, deputy house speaker. Right. Which is a pretty critical uh, role in the state legislature. There's a lot of influence. So it's been good for Clarksville to have somebody in that position. Here's what I love about Curtis Johnson. He is one of the last great local politicians. He was someone that was in front of Bill Powers. I love Bill Powers too, by the way. I love you, Bill. This does not include you. You're in this mix, Bill, when mm-hmm. I say this. I think, you know, Bill Powers and Curtis Johnson, and I think when, when Joe Pitts was down in 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 uh, Nashville when he was our state representative, um, I, I see they're these they're these old school type of public servants mm. who are very dedicated to their communities and they have an initial after their name, either an R or D, but mm. they really do take into a, 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 into account how this affects the community mm. and how invested they are in the community. You never saw Curtis Johnson go off the rails and talk crazy talk, right? You know, he always was positive. He always was mm. working hard for Clarksville and this community. Um, and I don't know if he's getting out because he's tired of the circus and he's like, I don't want to do this anymore or whatever. Or maybe he's just happy with with his career. But I always had a respect for, you know, Curtis Johnson, because I always felt with him, he had a real vested interest mm-hmm. in the success of Montgomery County in the success of Clarksville. Yeah. And, and I think part of that is he knows how to read the tea leaves that mm-hmm. that garbage doesn't play well around here. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, when was the last time we elected anybody from Clarksville to the legislature who's going to scream and yell about cultural issues that have no place in our legislature? Usually that's Knoxville. They come out of Knoxville for some reason. Yeah, it's a I strange mean, it thing. doesn't play here because yeah. you look at the breakdown of our county commission, right. you've got a a whole bunch of Democrats, you got a whole bunch of Republicans, and almost more than that, you have a bunch of independents. Yep. And we're not out to send crazy folk to Nashville to yell and scream right. about culture it issues. Doesn't, it doesn't accomplish anything. We yep. want lower taxes. We want more businesses. Mm-hmm. We want re- improved roads. We want good schools. We want normal, rational things yep. yes. <laughs> that are good for our community. You know, all this other sideshow stuff, just the people do to raise money and get elected, it, people in Clarks will see right through it and they don't respect it. I, th- I would love to see someone in the Curtis Johnson, Bill Powers vein run and, and run and, and, and succeed and succeed him, and mm-hmm. su- you know, take over for him. And, and uh, you know, I would love to see another Curtis Johnson type of thinker, mm-hmm. Curtis Johnson type of politician yeah, in that yeah. role. Yeah, He'll be yeah. sorely missed. Curtis, thank you for representing us in yep, such a absolutely. wonderful He's... manner for so many years. Yeah, yeah. It's been good. It's mm-hmm. been a good run. Yeah. All right. And uh, we were just talking about schools. Um, I'll work on this transition. There you go. How do you go from, we'll miss you, Curtis Johnson, to schools? The schools, because we are talking about improving the uh, security at our schools, starting with, well, not starting with Rossview, but next up with Rossview High School. Um, we have been uh, testing a, well, not we, actually. Chris ain't me. testing it. I ain't testing nothing. You want? Um, do you want to waste your time? Have Chris Smith test a weapons detection system at a school, <laughs> because the only weapon he has, and he'll say this, is his key intellect that is the only weapon chris uh, smith carries i i do carry a swiss army knife <laughs> i do he will tweeze you to death yeah you want to see i'll tell you you want to mess with all oh, bring that over here let me yeah, see this bad swiss boy army knife. Right. for those of you who are okay. listening and are not watching you can't see this up. okay so chris's swiss army knife has the corkscrew it has corkscrew to open up and a I wine bottle it. i use that fairly uh, maybe two or three times a year in emergencies it has a scissors so we can cut a, a loose thread on, on his there's sweater no scissors on there yes there is a scissors on here no. did you not know there's a scissors on here there's no scissors on oh there. sorry that's the leather that's punch. my leather punch next time i need to punch some leather <laughs> such a d- 
Tor. <laughs> toothpick? Have you used the toothpick? I use that more than you probably want to know. I don't know. No, I touched uh, it. I just That's put bad. it right back in. Too. Tweezers? tweezers? Do you have the yeah, tweezers? The they don't tweezers? work well at all. Um, and then you've got the screwdriver and the knife on there. Yeah, and I've got a... Uh, yeah, the screwdriver I use actually pretty often. And it's also got a, a bottle opener and a, a can opener. And you've got a hacksaw. I've here. got a hacksaw. Have a little, little mini to, hacksaw. To, to I want to say I use that once. Okay. All right. There you yeah. go. Lethal weapon. Yeah. yeah. Take that back. And I use the uh, the knife all the time. Do you? Yeah, I do. For, for what? Uh, opening Christmas presents. And, <laughs> and I use it every Christmas. I have to go. I have to grab it with my robe yeah. and my coffee. Yeah. I have my coffee, my robe, and my uh, Swiss Army knife. My Swiss Army knife. Have you, got, have you got to the point in your life yet where you whittle? Oh, I whittle all the time. You've yeah. seen me whittle? Yeah, you were a whittler. Well, yeah, we've gone to this uh, men's conference yeah. before. And you're a whittler. So I can keep myself awake. I have to be doing something with my hands. Yeah. And what better to do if you're sitting outside than to grab a stick and grab a knife and just whittle. Yeah. Just pointlessly. Yeah. That's what but you do. Actually, there is a point to whittling because you sharpen a stick to a point. That's oh, right. Hey, so it's not really pointless. That's word humor, everybody. Yeah. That's some word humor for you. So um, anyway, so, so Chris is not the person you want to be testing these systems. Because, but maybe you want to see if they if they can sense a Swiss Army knife. Well, yeah. So we're not testing these things. Five Star Media and Clarksville now is not testing these devices. People that are. Yeah, the school system the school and the uh, sheriff's yeah, office. That's the point. We're so um, we've talked about this before, I believe, on the uh, on the podcast yeah. um, about this Evolve system. It's mm-hmm. basically the same thing you'll see if you go to a Titans game or to a T-Pack in Nashville. Yeah. Um, the uh, Basically, there are these look like, you know, sort of um, uh, little white boards on each side, white paddle yeah. boards yeah. On, on each side that you walk through. They're about maybe five feet, four mm-hmm. feet tall. And you walk through them and it'll detect various types of metals and, and things. It's not really metal-based, more object-based. Yeah, yeah. And um, so they can detect the Swiss Army knife. So I've had to hide my Swiss Army knife when I've uh, you know gone to events in yeah. Nashville and then try to find it on the way back out. Have you done that successfully? I have, twice. Wow. Twice I have hidden my knife outside a, uh, a venue and then gone and found it afterwards. Someone's going to steal it, then they look at the toothpick and like, nope. I'm going <laughs> to put that right back where I know where that toothpick's been. <laughs> um, <laughs> My wife is going to kill me when she hears yeah, this. She is. Yeah. yeah, she is. Um, the, uh, but it's very useful. Yes. Um, anyway, so they've tried it in Northwest, where the, which is a single entrance school, mm-hmm. and it worked out well. So yeah. next up is going to be a, um, a Rossview, um, where they're going to do three single lane units because there's three entrances okay. at Rossview High. Yeah. So they want to make sure that this thing, uh, this this system works. But now we're getting down to brass tacks because we're talking about leasing these machines mm-hmm. at a pretty uh, penny for the uh, school system or for the county. Um, and the uh, there's been some discussion. Do we really want a four-year lease on these things? Is right. it really worth the money? Right. Would this really prevent a school shooting? Right. Um, all of that stuff. For me, what what is the cost? Did they break it down at all? Did we get to see the bill on this? Or is this something where they're like, you know what? It costs a lot, but you don't need to see that. Um, I don't see the cost and see, here's the problem. I haven't actually edited this article yet. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So it will be edited by the time this podcast airs, but no, the cost is not in here because this was the, uh, informal meeting. So they were just basically hashing out some of their concerns and questions and that sort of thing. But the, um, uh, one of the questions that came up was, has this actually detected any weapons? And so far, it did successfully detect one weapon. They didn't specify it was a gun or a knife that a student um, attempted to bring into Northwest yeah. High during yeah. the testing period. It, they did detect it. Now, here's what they really found a lot of, vapes. 
Oh. Because the system detects vapes. Okay. And that's one, been one of the main things that has been detected is, you know, and they've prevented a lot of vapes from going to schools, which I can tell you as a parent of a former teenager, you really want to keep the vapes from getting into the schools because that's how kids get in trouble yeah. and end up. In By a, the way, you know, as, as the spouse of a teacher, mm-hmm. I am flabbergasted mm-hmm. by how the kids don't think teachers know. Mm-hmm. I hear stories of teachers going, and then there was a student vaping in the back, thinking, I'm not going to see this cloud that smells like blueberry muffins mm-hmm. coming out of the back of the classroom. They're going, I didn't do anything. You smell like blueberry muffins, man. Unless it's you're my, baking. It's my blueberry strawberry shortcake. Right, exa- exactly. <laughs> and to think, too, like they'll, they'll leave class, they'll go vape, and they'll come back, and they smell like you know snickerdoodle cookies or, yeah. or frosted flakes. And it's like, your teacher knows you weren't, Rubbing Tony the Tiger Frosted Flakes all over your face. You were vaping Frosted Flake stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it blows me away how, how dumb they think the teachers are and how bold some of those kids are. We, we need to get rid of the vapes. We need to get rid of the vapes and go back to smoking cigarettes. Smoking in the bathroom has a storied legacy. Van Halen <laughs> made it iconic. We should go back to smoking in the boys' room. And stop all this vape nonsense. Van if Halen go- did not sing Smoking in the Boys' Room. I was smoking in the It was Brownsville Van- Station, and then it was Poison who did it next. Who the heck is Brownsville Station? The original band that did Smoking in the Boys' Room, not you Van Halen. talk like you know something about music. I know a lot more than you do. Yeah, you well, program a radio station. That's well, what, so, nine. You know, for- so that'll, that'll do it, but yeah. So it was Poison, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was Poison. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I anyway, was Van Halen. Anyway, no, I think it was Motley Crue, actually. They're the same, same yeah, band. Same thing. It's just they're all cloned from the same, yeah, same, same makeup company. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's vaping is they pass it off as this this healthy alternative to smoking when it's neither. Yeah. Um, and and kids, break it down for you right now. You look like an idiot when you vape. No one looks cool vaping. Yeah. You see those old John Wayne movies when he's you know he's smoking a cigarette or whatever. Not that that's cool, but that looks way. John Wayne wouldn't be caught dead vaping because mm-hmm. you look like an idiot. Yeah, so stop vaping. That's, that's how you got to do it. Got to oh, have that. You gotta shame. Apply yes. Oh. You got to apply that pressure. Yeah. It's like my son's uh, wrestling coach that he had in high school, mm-hmm. Coach Badon. Great guy. Old school coach. Mm-hmm. Like the old school. I'm not just your coach of wrestling. I'm your coach of life. Uh-huh. He made fun of vaping so much that none of his wrestlers wanted to do it because uh-huh. they didn't want to be, they didn't want to, you know, be associated with that because, you know, Coach yeah. Badon's like, that looks stupid. You know, yeah. like just, incre- you know, and so that's how you get people off of vaping. Yeah, yeah. Get them back on cigarettes. Well, wherever they go. <laughs> why don't you get them back on apples? We're going to, yeah, you know, why don't yeah. you have a nice healthy apple? Yeah. You know, go take an apple break. Eggs, go take it. Yes. Go take an apple break. Can we talk about smoke breaks for a second? Let's go off the rails just for a little bit. Uh, this is, yeah, we're going way off the rails. Way off the rails. So half of the art of this podcast is trying to figure out what, what we were talking should about. Should we call it off the rails? We should change we should. the name off, off the, the rails. rails with Chris yeah. and Ryan. Yeah. Anyway. I always thought it was bogus when I was younger and I got into the workforce. I always thought it was bogus that smokers got endless, just an unlimited supply of 15-minute breaks. I thought that was the biggest load of bologna sausage ever. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. Because you're a smoker, you get unlimited 15-minute breaks all day mm-hmm. long? I used to be a smoker. And one of the hardest transitions uh, when I did quit was... Oh my lord! I can't sit here at this computer for another hour. Yeah, you know I've got to go do something. So I take a walk around the building. But 
standing and and to this day, I every now and then I think about it, and I miss that going outside and just standing around for ten minutes, looking at the sky, looking at the grass mm-hmm. while I was smoking. Yeah. Now, do I want to go out there and just stand around looking at the sky, looking at the grass? No. No. So but you go back that was into nice work. when you were smoking while you were doing it. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people picked up a smoking habit because they're like, I would love endless 15 minute breaks during yeah. my work hour. Yeah. But anyway, so all that to say, um, it, this, the, this system not only detects weapons, but it oh, yeah. detects vapes. <laughs> yeah. It detects so, vapes. well, and so one of the questions that came up was, would this prevent a, um, covenant school t- type shooting or right. all day type shooting? Right. And, that's a good question. Uh, I mean, it's it, it definitely would prevent a kid from going into school with a gun in his backpack. Right. And that that's the primary thing that right. it's preventing. Uh, most of our schools are hardened to the point you can't just walk in. Right. The um, days you would have to over. get through basically a um, you know, a, an office situation. Right. Locked doors. Mm-hmm. Um, they can lock the doors while you're in the office. So the the schools have been hardened to the point it's it's not as easy as it would have been in yeah, you know, when I was coming up in 1987, you just walk in the cafeteria, open the exactly. door. You know? Every door was unlocked. So yeah. it depends on how determined the school shooter is, I suppose. Right. And but I, it, it prevents the gun from getting in the school. And meanwhile, it also prevents the vapes from getting in the school. Well, so. this, this system sounds like it's perfectly designed for making sure students aren't bringing weapons to school. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you've got a school resource officer that when the buzzer goes off, when the buzzer goes off, robots don't pop out of the thing and, and restrain the person. Mm. There has to be a human uh, touch to that. So the, right. so the detector detects the weapon. The human then removes said weapon. Mm. My, I don't know in a situation like Uvalde where you're going to have somebody come through. Yes, the alarm's going to go off, but is there someone monitoring that door constantly? Mm-hmm. That's that's the thing. I think that's where the school resource officers come in. Yeah, and that's yeah. kind of our our best defense against that scenario is our school resource officers. And I've spoken numerous times in this podcast about how wonderful I think uh, mm-hmm. our school resource officers are and what a great program that is. Mm-hmm. But that that scenario to me doesn't yeah. seem to work with with that detection device. I, I think it's a great thing. Mm-hmm. Anything we can do, anything well, reasonably that we can do to keep our kids safe, I think is a win. the thing with the data, too, is though you don't know how many guns were prevented from going right. into the exactly. school. Because Joey's like, well, I was going to bring a gun to school next week, mm-hmm. but now that there's this you know, detection system, right. I can't bring this in my backpack because I'm going to get caught and I'm going to end up exactly. in, uh, in you know, detention school for a year, you know, getting expelled. They call that so, alternative school. Yeah, I couldn't think of it off the top of my Not head. Not detention yeah. school. Alternative so, yeah. school. So, so keep the kids safe. Get kids off of vaping because it detects, detects vape machines, those mm-hmm. little vapors. Yeah. And you shouldn't be vaping anyway because right. you look stupid when you That's do right. it. Like totally just dumb. Yeah. Does not look cool to vape. This is true. Yeah. All right. So uh, where were oh Oh, rezoning. Here's another one. Schools. Yeah. yeah. Transition. Let's, oh, that's a perfect transition. Schools. Yeah. Uh, rezoning. That's up next. Where can we go off the rails on this one? I'm waiting uh, for that opportunity. Know. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, so Kirkwood Elementary is about to be built. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be opening in the 2024 school year, which means we've got to do some rezoning out there, folks. Right. That means a lot of kids from Oakland and kids from Rossview Elementary will be rezoned to mm-hmm. Kirkwood. Because if you look at where Kirkwood is now, it makes sense. There's a lot of neighborhoods around Kirkwood, and it makes sense that kids in those neighborhoods will be zoned there. There's some there's some neighborhoods out there, I'm thinking Wellington Fields, where you can walk to Kirkwood mm-hmm. Elementary School because it's so close by. Yeah, and, and I'm, you know, 
I know that some people were like happy to get Kirkwood and they're like, Hey, it's a cool new school I get to go to. And some people were um, not excited about it because they didn't want to, you know, change schools and all that. So it's, it's hard to know what's going to work out and what people are going to respond to. Um, you know, it's supposed to be, you know, wonderful new school. It's supposed to be a good thing. Let me so, tell you, brand new schools are nice mm-hmm. because everything works squeaky clean. Um, you know, they get, it's just, it's, it's a win-win and I'm sorry mm-hmm. if you don't, I'm sorry if you're upset that your kid's being rezoned. That's just life. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, if you don't want to be rezoned, you have to move to a community that's not growing. <laughs> and sadly yeah. we are a community that is growing at a massive rate. Mm. By the way, have you gone out to the Kirkwood complex yet? Not lately. The Kirkwood complex, Kirkwood middle mm-hmm. and high school are, are up and operating right now. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Absolutely Beautiful. If I had a choice, if I could get in a time machine and take, you know, high school aged Ryan to a different school, I'd go there. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Yeah, and the facilities yeah. are top notch. So they really did a, a great job out there. So now you get the reverse problem. The mm-hmm. kids who aren't going to be zoned for Kirkwood Elementary. Right. You know, because I mean, you can't match everything up perfectly. You really can't. The high school and the middle school zones go basically from I-24 um, east. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, what is that road there? Um, uh, basically, um, highway, uh, was MLK turned into 76, yeah, yeah. I was 76 North. So that whole area is, I guess, open for possible potential yeah. Kirkwood, uh, elementary, uh, zoning. It just makes sense. A lot mm-hmm. of those kids now in those neighborhoods near where Kirkwood elementary is going to be are going to Oakland. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, that's kind of a haul. That's yeah. a, that's a big haul for kids. So, yeah. So the uh, the maps are going to be released next week. Uh, we'll have them those maps as soon as they're available on ClarksvilleNow.com. Oh, so I can't wait for the out. comments yeah. on that one. Oh, yeah. Ooh, All right. Now, we were talking about trains earlier. Yes, we were. Easton. Yes. Now, this is this is a transition, but it's a throwback transition. It's another train song. It's another train song. Yeah. Um, so there's been a new mural unveiled uh, downtown, mm-hmm. uh, the last train to Clarksville mural. Yes. Um, it's on that uh, bridge support um, near Cats on Commerce. Yeah, yeah that old pedestrian kind of, bridge. I love yeah, it. Yeah, kind of across the street from um, the Clarksville Police Department on a Commerce Street. Yeah, yeah. And um, so... There's a mural artist who um, has painted this uh, cool mural that looks like a train busting through the uh, the uh, stonework yep. at the bottom of that pillar. Pictures are beautiful. Really go check it out at clarksonall.com or just mm-hmm. go down to Commerce and just check it out yourself. Yeah, yeah. In person. It's really pretty. So as soon as we posted the art, even though I put a little note in the bottom of the article, this, you know, the Facebook comments, well, well, that song's not really about Clarks. was like, yes. We know this. Do you know this? Yes, I know this story. You want me to tell the story? I think we should tell the story. Okay. First of all, let's just break it down. Chris knows that. Yes. Chris knows that. But the song was written by guys who lived out west. Mm-hmm. And the song was originally titled Last Train to Clark Dale. It was Clarkdale, Arizona was what the song was named after. Mm -hmm. But after a while, the guys are sitting there writing a demo because the monkeys didn't write that song. It was written by two songwriters. And then they, like so many songwriters, they pitched the songs to different bands before the monkeys picked it up. And so they're singing, you know, they're they're recording their their demo and they're last train to Clarkdale and I'll meet you at the station. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you know what? I don't like the way Clarkdale sounds. The, the the name of the town doesn't sound right. They didn't like, they didn't think it would sing right. Mm. And so they changed the name from Clark Dale, not Clarksdale, Clark Dale, Arizona to Clarksville. And they liked the way that that flowed yeah, that better. That flows off the tongue it, better. Right. Yeah. It just, it sounds better when you sing it. Now, if, if they're saying 
last train to Clarkdale and I meet you at the stadium. Right. Clarkdale Stadium, that would work. Yes. But you're not meeting him at the stadium. Right. Meeting him at the station. So right. Clarksville Station. Now, of course, the monkeys, they don't know. No. Right? Like, Davy Jones wasn't like, hi, show me a map. I want to know where his song's coming. That's more Australian. But anyway, you get what <laughs> I'm saying. And so they Was he Australian? No, he was from England. Well, then why'd you use Australia? I don't know. It just went in there. I don't know why. <laughs> okay. So, but and then, of course, the, the monkeys and the original songwriters yeah. of the song were alerted to the fact that, you know, the way you're writing this song, it makes perfect sense for a certain town in Tennessee, mm-hmm. right? Like it fits. Yeah. So it all makes sense. So no, they didn't write it about Clarksville, Tennessee, but as it was pointed out to them later that, you know, that makes perfect sense for this town. Yeah. And they're like, oh, We'll just go with it then. Like yeah. they were like, all right, sounds good. Like yeah, they weren't opposed. Was, um, yeah, Mickey Dolan's uh, in his later years said, oh yeah, I think of Clarksville, Tennessee every time I sing the song. Right. But he didn't write the song. Right. But even the writers were like, yeah, if it fits, go for it. Right. Like they were not adamant. And, like it is not about Clarksville. It's about Clarkdale. Right. And, and, and the, even Clark's Clarkdale, Arizona, they named it that because they were driving through right. on a bus or something when they were writing the song said, oh, let's see. Uh, Basiris, uh, Hoboken, right. Clarkdale. Hey, last train to Clarkdale. Right. They saw it on a road sign. So it's, it's not like it, there was something special about Clarkdale, Arizona either. Right. Yeah. They weren't sitting there going like, hey, how can we write an homage to Clarkdale? Something that really sings. Captures the spirit of yes, Clarkdale. Yes, captures the spirit <laughs> of Clarkdale. And they came up with that song and then all of a sudden they changed the name. And they're like, I can't believe you yeah. changed it. So here was the the conclusion that I came to. I wrote about this years ago at um, a different publication. And um, the conclusion I came to with it is, hey, it's not about any specific city. Right, right. Since it's not about any specific city, let's claim it as our own. Yes. We are the Clarksville in that song. We can claim it. We have just as much right to it as anybody else. Listen, if Mickey Dolenz is saying, listen, when I sing Last Train to Clarksville, he's the monkey. He's the guy who sings it, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm singing about Clarksville, Tennessee. If that's, if Mickey Dolenz is singing about us. We have peered into Mickey Dolenz' heart. Right. And Mickey Dolenz' heart says it's about us. Exactly. If Mickey's singing to us, then I think that qualifies. But it is important for us to recognize that's not how it started. Not how it started. Yes, we know. (laughs) But now it's ours. That's we ours. can claim it. We can claim it. There's a band called Last Train here in Clarksville. It's a local rock band. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. there's there's a train station downtown. Mm-hmm, yeah. We got this beautiful mural downtown. Now, why would we fight it? Yeah. Why? Exactly. Why should we be all these? And now every mm-hmm. time we hear it, we can think of Sheena Easton. <laughs> now, that's what oh, you call a transition. That's right. Wrapping up the show with a nice little bow. You can find these stories, more on them, and even Chris's finished story that he's been editing as we do this podcast (laughs) on ClarksvilleNow.com. This is your week, your news. Each week, we break down the biggest stories in all of Clarksville um, and bring them to you in podcast form. We're also on WNZE on Sunday nights. Your week, your news, a Clarksville Now original podcast. Thanks for listening.